Welcome to Zichu Daf Siman Memorabay of Ram Goldar, and today Mazekas Megillah, Daf Yud Beis. first parak, Megillah Nikres. The Zichu Mazekas Megillah program has been generously sponsored by the Queen's Zichu Chabura. The majority of this stuff analyzes the psukim from the first parak of the Megillah, which covers Achishverosho's banquet to the demise of Vashti. So the three topics are going to focus on number one. The Talmidim of Rabbi Shimon Yechai asked, why did the enemies of Israel, that generation, which euphemistically refers to Israel, deserve to be wiped out? He said to them that they should give the reason, and they answered, because they got pleasure from the Suda of that Russia, referring to Akhoshverosh. He responded that if that was so, then only the Jews of Shushan should have deserved to have been killed, not the entire Jewish people. When they asked him for his explanation of the reason, Rabbi Shim ben Yochai answered, because they bowed down to an image of Elodazor in the days of Nebuchadnezzar. When they asked why Kush Baruch Hu should show favoritism to them and not wipe them out for doing so, he answered that they only acted outwardly, not with their heart. So to Kush Baruch Hu acted outwardly to scare them and provoke them to do tshuva. As the Pasuk states, he does not afflict from his heart. Pointing to the Gemara analyzes the Psukim regarding Vashi Suda and teaches that she also intended to act immorally with Achashverosh. When he bragged to other heads of state that Vashi was the most beautiful of all women and offered to bring her out, they consented provided that she appear without clothes to prove that she had natural beauty. The Pasuk then states, and Queen Vashti refused. The Gemara says that Vashti was a promiscuous woman, and she wanted to appear. Why didn't she come? Rabbi Yosef Bar said, This teaches that she broke out in Saras and was embarrassed to come. Abraisa taught a different reason. The Malk Gavriel came and made her grow a tail. And point number three, after the more teaches that the Chachamim told Achashverosh that they were in no position to provide wise counsel regarding what to do with Vashti, the Pasuk states, the Yomer Mamuchan, and Mamuchan said, Abraisa taught that Mamuchan was Haman. And why was he called Mamuchan? Shemuchan Leporianus, because he was prepared for punishment. Rashi explains that he was destined to be hung. Rav Kahana said, Mikansha Hedyot Kofitz Barosh. From here we see that a common man jumps to the front. Haman advised, Leos Ko Ish Sorababeso that every man should rule in his house. Rabbi said, if it were not for the first letters that were sent out with this command, there would be no remnant or survivor from the enemies of Israel, referring to the Jewish people. When people read them, they asked, what kind of order is this? This is Pashit. Even a weaver should be the commander in his own home. Since people ridiculed this letter, they didn't take the king seriously and didn't act immediately on the second letter's command, which was to destroy the Jewish people. So once again, the three points are number one, the Talmud of Rabbi Shimon Yechai asked, Why did the enemies of Israel of that generation, which euphemistically refers to Israel, deserve to be wiped out? He said to them that they should give the reason. And they answered, Because they got pleasure from the Suda of that Russia, referring to Akashvero. She responded that if that was so, then only the Jews of Shushan should have deserved to have been killed, not the entire Jewish people. When they asked him for his explanation of the reason, Rabbi Shimon answered, because they bowed down to an image of Avodazor in the days of Nebuchadnezzar. When they asked why Hashem should show favoritism to them and not wipe them out for doing so, he answered that they only acted outwardly, not with their heart. So too, Kajbarko acted outwardly to scare them and to provoke them to do teshuva. As the Pasuk states, he does not afflict from his heart. Pointing to the Gemara analyzes the Psukim regarding Vashi Suda and teaches that she also intended to act immorally with Achashverosh. When he bragged to other heads of state that Vashi was the most beautiful of all women and offered to bring her out, they consented provided that she appear without clothes to prove that she had natural beauty. The Pasuk then states, Vashti, and Queen Vashti refused. The Gemara says that Vashi was a promiscuous woman and she wanted to appear. 
Why didn't she come? Rabbi Yossi Barachina said, This teaches that she broke out in Saras and was embarrassed to come. Abraisa taught a different reason. The Mal Gabriel came and made her grow a tail. And point number three, after the Lord teaches that the Chomim told Achashverosh that they were in no position to provide wise counsel regarding what to do with Vashti, the Pasuk states, And Mamuchan said, Abraisa taught that Mamuchan was Haman. And why was he called Mamuchan? Shemuchan Paranus, Because he was prepared for punishment. Rashi explains that he was destined to be hung. Rav Kahana said, From here we see that a common man jumps to the front. Haman advised, That every man should rule in his house. Rav said, If it were not for the first letters that were sent out with this command, there would be no remnant or survivor from the enemies of Israel, referring to the Jewish people. When people read them, they asked, What kind of order is this? This is Pashit. Even a weaver should be the commander in his own house. Since people ridiculed this letter, they didn't take the king seriously and didn't act immediately on the second letter's command, which was to destroy the Jewish people. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Dafya base, and our standard simon is 12 brothers, 12 brothers. So here goes. The 12 brothers' slapstick permspiel opened, with nine of them taking a bow to a golden image, when suddenly one dressed as Vashti with a huge tail appeared, which Mamukhan tripped over as he jumped to give advice to the king. Once again, it's a motion. The twelve brothers, twelve brothers, that must be more enough. Yud Beis. The twelve brothers' slapstick permspiel opened, with nine of them taking a bow to a golden image, which reminds us that Rav Shimba Yechai told us Talmud that the reason the Jews deserved to be wiped out was not because they attended the suit of Akashverosh, because then only the Jews of Shushan should be punished. Rather, it was because they bowed down to an Avodazor in the days of Unuchanetzar. Since they only acted outwardly, so to a Kashbar who acted outwardly with them and only intended to provoke them to do the Teshuva. So, the twelve brothers' slapstick permspiel opened, with nine of them taking a bow to a golden image, when suddenly one dresses Vashti with a huge tail appear, which reminds us that Vashti wanted to appear without clothes before Akashverosh and all the noblemen, but she refused to come either because she got Saras or Gavriel came and made her grow a tail. So, the twelve brothers' slapstick permspiel opened with nine of them taking a bow to a golden image, when suddenly one dresses Vashti with a huge tail appeared, which Mamukhan tripped over as he jumped to give advice to the king. Which reminds us, Mamukhan is Haman, and he was called Mamukhan because he was Mukhan Paranus, destined for punishment. He jumped to give advice that a letter should be sent saying that every man should be the ruler in his own home, which was ridiculed by everyone who read it, which led them not to take the second letter seriously. So once again, the twelve brothers' slapstick permspiel opened, with nine of them taking a bow to a golden image, when suddenly one dresses Vashti with a huge tail appeared, which Mamukhan tripped over as he jumped to give advice to the king. Alright, so now it's time for a four blot about Khazara. Davches, so the simmer Davches is Chala. So here goes. The baker, baker, Chala, that must be more in Davches. The baker closed his shop to shoulder his responsibility to bring up a replacement for his nadir, which reminds us that the Mishnah stated that there's no difference between Nadarim and Adavos, except in the case of Nadarim, one is responsible for the meaning that in the event that the animal set aside as a carbon dies or becomes lost, the person is liable to bring another one in its place. And in the case of Nadavos, one is not responsible for them. This is one from the word Allah in the Pasuk. Rabbi Yitzhak Bravdimi said, since he said Allah upon me, it's as if he said, the burden of responsibility is on his shoulders. So, the baker closed his shop to shoulder his responsibility to bring up a replacement for his nether, as well as a pair of birds were becoming a zav with three emissions, which reminds us the third mission states, There's no difference between a zav who sees two missions and a zav who sees three missions, except for the chiv to bring a carbon. A zav who has shalosh rios must bring a pair of bird offerings after counting seven clean days. 
The Pasuk mentions two emissions and calls a person Tameh, and it mentions three emissions and calls a person Tameh. So if he's already Tameh after two emissions, why is it necessary to call him Tameh after three emissions? The Gemara answers, This teaches that the two emissions make him Tameh, whereas the three emissions make him Chayim in a carbon. So the baker closed his shop to shoulder his responsibility to bring up a replacement for his nadir, as well as a pair of birds for becoming a zub with three emissions. Didn't forget to send a get-well chala to his Matsura Muchat friend with long hair and torn garments, which reminds us that the fourth mission teaches that the only difference between a Matsura Muskar, a confined Matsura, and a Matsura Muchat, a confirmed Matsura, is Priya Ufrima, letting his hair grow and rending his garments. Rabbi says that the source of the distinction that a Matsura Muskar is Pater from both is derived from the Pasuk that states, But Sarua Asher Bohanega, and the Sarua that is in him the affliction, his garment shall be torn and the hair of his head shall be uncut. This implies Misha Sarasa Tuyibagufo, that only the one whose Saras is in his body and therefore requires healing is required to tear his clothing and grow his hair long. Daftes, and the similar Daftes, is a teapot. So here goes. The 72 cups of tea, tea, that must be around Daftes, teapot. The 72 cups of tea served to 72 rabbis in separate rooms, which reminds us it was only permitted to write a safer Torah in Greek because of the incident with Talmai HaMelech when he put the 72 Zikanim in 72 separate rooms to translate the Torah into Greek. So, the 72 cups of tea served to 72 rabbis in separate rooms were filled from a huge teapot in a tent with beautiful Greek writing on it, which reminds us that Rabbi Yochanan said that Rosh Gamaliel's reason for permitting the Torah to be written in Greek and not in any other language is based on the passage that states, Yaftel Kimo Yafes Vihishkom Shame. May Hashem expand Yefes and he will dwell in the tents of shame. This means, The words of Yefes, referring to his language, shall be in the tents of shame. So, the 72 cups of tea served to 72 rabbis in separate rooms were filled from a huge teapot in a tent with beautiful Greek writing on it by a high priest with anointing oil on his head who knew if he made and followed one wrong psaac, he'd have to offer up his prize bull. Which reminds the next mission states there's no difference between the Kongadol anointed with the Shem and a Mishcha and the Kongadol invested through the wearing of additional begotten, except the bull that comes for all the mitzvahs. Actually explains that the Kongadol that was anointed who then airs him psaac in halacha where the punishment is karis when dumb amazed, and then acts in accordance with his wrong psaac, he must bring a bull as a chattas. And the more infers from here, when it comes to the par yomikipurmi and the sirius eifa, both the anointed kongadol and the kongadol invested by the additional begadim are identical in that these offerings apply to both. Daf Yud, so the similar Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The minion of Yidin, minion of Yidin, that must more on Daf Yud. The minion of Yin gathered for the Megillah reading in an ancient temple in Alexandria, which reminds us, which reminds us, the mission state that the Kedush of Shiloh has a heter after it, which means that after its destruction, Bamos were permitted again, whereas the Kedush of Shalim has no permit after it, meaning after its destruction, Bamos are still prohibited. The Gemara brings Rabbi Yitzchak, who said that he heard that one may bring offerings in the temple of Chonyo nowadays, since the base of Mikdash is destroyed. Rabbi Yitzchak holds like those that base Chonyo was not a base of Odazora, and he also holds that the initial sanctification of Shalim and the base of Mikdash was for as long as the temple stood, but not a Kedusha for all future time. But Rabbi Yitzchak eventually retracted his opinion based in part because of the Mishnah. So the minion of Yin gathered from the Gil reading in an ancient temple in Alexandria just got out the first two words of Vayihibi May, which reminds us, the Gemara brings a principle based on the opening Pasuk in the Megillah, that wherever the phrase Vayihibi May, and it was in the days, is used, that a painful episode is being introduced. So, the minion of Yin gathered from the Megillah reading in an ancient temple in Alexandria, just got out the first two words of Vayihibi May, when a painting of the ancient kingdom of Babylon fell to the floor with a dead queen 
in the picture. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yonason opened his shir on the Megillah with the following Pasuk. But for I will rise up against them and cut them off from Babel, name, relative, offspring, and descendants, says Hashem. Name, Zeaksav, this refers to the abolishing the Babylonian script. Relative refers to their language disappearing. Offspring refers to their kingdom. Venechad and descendant refers to Vashti, who is a descendant of Nebuchadnezzar. Daf Yudolf, so the similar Daf Yudolf is stars like the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields. Stars of David? That must be on Daf Yudolf. Stars. The Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields, which reminds us, the Gemara continues bringing the psukim that various Amarim used to begin their shiurim on the Megillah. Shmuel brought the following Pasek, I will have not been disgusted by them, nor will I have rejected them to destroy them. He darshaned out how in every Gaulus, the Kosh Baruch would appoint various leaders to save us, and in the future, no one will be able to rule over us. So, the Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields, standing before their king who ruled the upper worlds as well, which reminds us Shlomo Melch was not included in the list of three kings that ruled the entire world, either because he was deposed by the demon Ashmedai and never regained his malchus, or he did regain his malchus, but his malchus was qualitatively different in that he also ruled the upper beings, being the demons. So, the Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields, standing before their king who ruled the upper worlds as well, laughed as they watched two silly emperors fumble and miscalculate 70 years. Which reminds us, the Gemara goes through how Belshazzar miscalculated the 70 years by counting from the beginning of Nebuchadnezzar's reign, and how Achishverosh miscalculated when he counted from the beginning of Gaul's bubble, which began with the exile of eight years later. The count of the seven years began with the destruction of the base of Migdash. All right, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichur. a great day and great learning.